welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson number 19 I am not alone and experiencing the effects of my thoughts. I am not alone in experiencing the effects of my thoughts. The idea for today is obviously the reason why yesterday's idea said, I am not alone in experiencing the effects of my seeing. As we go through the lessons, you will notice that At times, the ideas related to thinking precede those ideas related to perceiving, while at other times, the order is reversed. The reason is that order does not matter. Thinking and its results are really simultaneous, for cause and effect are never separate. A more concrete example of this might be hitting a baseball with a bat. The cause of the ball flying in a different direction is that the bat hit it. The effect of the bat hitting the ball is that the ball flies in a different direction. So today, we are again emphasizing the fact that minds are joined. This is rarely a wholly welcome idea at first, since it seems to carry with it an enormous sense of responsibility and may even be regarded as an invasion of privacy. Yet, it is a fact that there are no private thoughts. Because our thoughts create what we see in the world. And what we create, other people see, or what we make, I should say, what we make. So despite our initial resistance to this idea that there are no private thoughts, you will yet understand that it must be true if salvation is possible at all. And salvation must be possible because it is the will of God. The minute or so of mind-searching which today's exercises require, is to be undertaken with eyes closed. The idea for today is to be repeated first, 
and then the mind should be carefully searched for the thoughts it contains at that time. As you consider each one, name it in terms of the central person or theme it contains, and holding it in your mind as you do so, say, I am not alone in experiencing the effects of this thought about blank. I am not alone in experiencing the effects of this thought about social justice, for example. The requirement of as much indiscriminateness as possible in selecting subjects for the practice periods should be quite familiar to you by now and will in no longer be repeated each day although it will occasionally be included as a reminder. Do not forget, however, that random selection of subjects for all practice periods remains essential throughout. Lack of order in this connection will ultimately make the recognition of lack of order in miracles meaningful to you. That statement reminded me of a similar idea in the principles of miracles that were at the very beginning of the text. Principle of miracles number one says, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. One is not harder or bigger than another. They are all the same. All expressions of love are maximal. And then Miracle Principle of Miracles number 49 says, The miracle makes no distinction among degrees of misperception. It is a device for perception correction, effective quite apart from either the degree or the direction of the error. This is true indiscriminateness. So our lesson for today is broadening our application of principle of miracles number one and number 49. Apart from the quote-unquote as-needed application of today's idea, at least three practice periods are required, shortening the length of time involved if necessary. Do not attempt more than four. So my biggest takeaway from this lesson today is not only the idea of our thoughts, the experience of our thoughts and of our seeing is not experienced by myself as an individual alone, but also talking about the lack of order in which we apply the idea for today, and that being important because that lack of order in what we apply the idea to will ultimately make the recognition of lack of order in miracles meaningful to me. 
I wish you a day of open-mindedness and true perception. Many blessings. Namaste.